0: Terry and the Pirates Terry Lee and his friends Pat Ryan, Burma, Jude Hennick and April Kane are quartered in a large log cabin not far from the town of Min Chao in the Kun Mountains. They are worried about the strange disappearance of Dr. Moy Ben famous Chinese chemist who presides over an experimental gas laboratory nearby. Although the doctor's handsome assistant Kennington Hook has been around them a great deal Terry doesn't trust the man although Burma and April King seem to approve him. We'll hear more about this, Mr. Hook, in today's transcribed adventure. So stand by. Terry and the Pirates is brought to you by the makers of Libby's Pineapple Juice, one of Libby's hundred famous foods. Boys and girls, did you ever hear of a butterfly that swims? Well, neither did I until I heard about the butterfly fish of Hawaii. Not only is this fish colored like a butterfly... It's shaped like one, too. But that's not all. Hawaii is where you'll find convict fish, lizard fish, and seahorses. Pretty sensational, but no more distinctive than another wonder of Hawaii. And that's pineapple. Hawaiian pineapple is the world's finest. And only Hawaiian pineapple is good enough for zippy, swell-tasting Libby's pineapple juice your mother can get right at her favorite store. Not only does Libby bring you the juice of the world's finest pineapple, but Libby goes even further. Libby takes the fruit at its rich, ripe flavor fullness. Fruit actually ripened on the plants. Then Libby juices it and packs it in Hawaii. No wonder people who've been to Hawaii declare Libby's as the pineapple juice at its peak. Take a sip and see for yourself. For super refreshment, there's nothing like it. And for your health's sake, tell mother it's good for you. Libby's pineapple juice supplies valuable vitamins C and B1. She knows how important they are. Just be sure she gets L-I-B-B-Y-S. Libby's pineapple juice from Hawaii. And now, Terry and the Pirates. Certain indefinite clues. A rifle shot in the night. Footprints in the snow. A black and white woolen glove. These things indicate that somebody wanted to get rid of Dr. Moy Ben. Somehow, to Terry, the finger of suspicion points to Kennington Hook. And as we join Terry in the big log cabin room for the crackling fire, he's talking to Jude Hennick, the pilot.
1: Look, Dude. You know why I don't like Mr. Hook, but, but what have you got against him? I'm uh, just naturally a suspicious man. Of course, Hook is or was Dr. Ben's assistant, but, but what could he gain by getting rid of Moy Ben? Someone fired a rifle at Tat Ryan out there in the forest at night. Then Hook lost his rifle, and so we have no way of finding out if he fired that bullet or not. Yeah, that's so. And there's that woolen glove, one that belonged to the doctor. We found it out there in the snow on the hill. Yeah, Maybe I shouldn't suspect Hook at all, but I'm one of those cautious fellows. You cautious? <laughs> Not you, dude. Well, what I mean is... Oh, oh, listen, the phone bell. Did you ever hear anything as weak as that?
2: <laughs> <laughs> i get it. Hello? This
0: right,
2: No, that's Hennig. That you, Hook?
0: Right up. Terry join me
2: up here. I'll tell you all about it. You've never been up here, you know. Very interesting. Poison gas and all. Only a five minutes walk with your captain. Well, thanks, Hope. I'd like to take a gander to the place. Fine. Take the trail along the hill. Save you half a mile walk. Okay. Hmm. Well, why did he invite us up to the laboratory?
1: Well, best, but I'm a suspicious man. Well, let's take a run up there and see the place. I'd like to find out what goes on up there. There's no use rounding up the gals. They wouldn't find the gas station so interesting. How about Pat? I'd like him to come along. Well, punch yourself in your coat, grab your momma, and let's go. We'll see if we can find Pat on the way. I wonder where Pat could have gone to. Uh, if he's like me, he's anxious to get out of Minchown back to Singapore or Chongqing. Well, uh, we may be snowed in up here until after the holidays. What holiday? Oh,
2: you mean Christmas. I
1: almost forgot all about it. Not <laughs> me, no, sir. Did you see the little Christmas tree Burma and I brought it in the cabin? We cut it down up on the hill. That's where she found Dr. Moy Ben's glove. Uh-huh. Say, who's this coming down the path? It looks like... I can tell that I'd walk anywhere. Yeah, but how could he be in Menchal? But oh, he is, dude. Hi, Connie. Connie, h- how did you get here? Oh, Mr. Kitty, it is so Christmas time to see you. Connie is make talk for hero to Mr. Doodle. Oh, Lessel, <laughs> <laughs> you, you word-twisting hooligan. The name's Dude, Dude Henny. Well, how did you oh. get here, Connie? We left in Chongqing and there's been a blizzard in the snow. is. In words of wise man... It is so said that he'll... Never
2: mind the wise man. How'd you get here?
1: All roads are easy if you do not object to the mud. Sure, I'm glad to see you, Connie. But, well, King is so far away. You have to cross the invaders' lines. Connie mm-hmm. has fly in Chug Prane to army top quarters. The headquarters. And Connie Ox Prane upsetness to see you. So he is here in scooter bikes. Scooter bikes? You mean a motorcycle? With bathtub
2: hang on tight. Oh, you came here from the army headquarters in a dispatch car. A motorcycle with a sidecar, is that it? Are you so say? But it was cold, Mr. Scooter. But
1: But, but what are you doing on this trail? Connie is make talk in Minchow. Top man, point up here. Say, maybe Mr. Ryan's path and people are cabin. Oh, they directed you to the gas laboratory, huh? Yeah. And did a man up there direct you to this path to the log cabin? It is so. This way to push feed. So says Mr. Hooker. (laughs) Oh, okay. That's good. The name is Hook, colleague. Well, we're on our way up there to see Mr. Hook now. You, uh, you want to walk back with us? Oh, up here is care breath from inside.
0: Okay, you're going along to the cabin Oh, uh, hokey-dandy. Say,
1: what's become a big stoop? Uh, well, didn't he come with you? A stoop is on way, Terry's Two, three days, Stupa show up with smile, frozen on face, hoppy. Oh, well, that's fine. Maybe we'll all be together for Christmas at that. Well, see you later, Connie, and
2: you can tell us what happened in Chongqing and all about the life. So sorry the others couldn't come along, but I'll show you a few points about this laboratory that may amaze you both. I think poison gas is terrible. Yes, right you are, Tony. Those small tanks outside this building, what are they? Oh, they contain different types of gas. Mustard, and. Other, more deadly types. There ought to be a way to outlaw the use of poison gas. As far as war is concerned. Perhaps that day will come, Mr. Henning. Mm. Meanwhile, up here at this crude laboratory, we've been trying to find ways to stop the horrible effects of gas. Uh, poison gas. So that's what Dr. Moore-Bern was doing before he... Uh, uh, disappeared? Mm. Yes. And other secret work, too. Oh, by the way, I... I plan to start experiments on several new forms of gas as soon as I get certain secret formulae from General Chang. Or, um, I should say, from you, Mr. Hennig. Well, now, uh, I was instructed to deliver those papers directly to Dr. Moy Band. As the doctor's assistant, I am authorized to accept them from you. However, we can discuss that later. Yeah. Now, if you'll step into this next room, I'll show you something very interesting. I want you to see a new destructive gas... We've just perfected it. Poison gas, Mr. Hook? Not exactly, Terry. This new gas does not destroy human lives, but it can paralyze the activities of a city. Just how do you mean? Yeah, I'll show you. Now we we'll take this large glass container. That's almost as big as a barrel. You'll hardly believe your eyes. Now, now hand me that large box. Yes, for that one with the steel filings in. Yes. Now then, a bit of Chinese magic right before your eyes, gentlemen. I take a handful of these steel filings and scatter them inside the cylinder. And then I seal up the opening like this. This glass container is connected with a small gas tank at one end and a small water tank at the other. This gas we call Moiban, named after the doctor, of course. Now I'll uh, release a few cubic feet of gas into this cylinder like this. Is that gas going into the cylinder? Yes, Terry. But you can't see it, of course. It has no color. But watch these steel filings in there. Well, I don't see any change in them. Now I turn off the gas. And then I turn this nozzle. And a fine spray of water is shot into the cylinder mixing with the gas. Now I've mixed the moibin gas with moisture. Now watch the steel filings.
1: Look, dude. Look. Well, the, the steel filings are turning to ashes. Just like they were burned, only there's no fire.
2: Steel crumbles at the edges, and now it's turning into a pile of gray powder. It's that. Before our eyes, it's steel turned to ashes. It's horrible. Horrible is a good word, honey. Of course, this morbid gas has been neutralized as to its effects on human tissues. But when the gas is mixed with moisture, It acts as a powerful corrosive to steel and its alloys. Causes it to crumble, become... Well, you've seen what happened. In other words,
1: Mr. Hook, if gas like
2: that could be spread over a city, it would destroy everything made of steel. Under proper atmospheric conditions, yes. It could paralyze a city within an hour. Think, Terry, of the many things made of steel that would crumble. Rails, pipes, guns, even the nails in your shoes. Today, without steel, we would indeed be lost. But well, isn't there some way to fight this Moivin gas? There's a big tank of Moivin gas out on the hill overlooking the town. Oh, there's the telephone. Your friend's calling from the law cabin, no doubt. Come out here, Terry. And we want to talk to you. Now look, Terry. Mr. Hennig was instructed to deliver certain secret <laughs> formulae to Dr. Moivin. I want those formulae. <coughs> Hello? Oh, yes, they're both here. Young Terry is beside me. Uh, Mr. Hennick is in the other room. What? Oh, very well, yes. Miss Keene says to tell you that a chap named Connie is at the cabin.
1: Mm, yes, I know. We, we met him on the way up here.
2: Now, as I was saying, Terry, I want those formulae papers. But I haven't got the... You can see for yourself how the gas attacks and destroys steel. I should have those formulae now if I am to carry on my experiments here. Would you help?
1: Well, I'd like to, Mr. Hook, but formulas were not given to me. They were given to Dude Hennick. Uh, why don't you ask him? I know, I know, Terry.
2: But the doctor is no longer with us, and... If... But if Dude doesn't want to give up the... Listen to me, Terry. I realize that Hennick and Pat Ryan, even you, don't like me. But this is no time to let personal feelings stand in the way. Yes, that's true.
1: If you need those formulas, there's no reason why... Well, you he... can
2: get them for me, Terry. I need them. I can't work without them. My hands are tied. Well, I'd go to Dude and ask him for them, but... If Dr. Moore then were here, he'd take those formulae from Hennick's hands and place them in mine. Now, we'll say nothing more about it. But
0: think it over, Terry.
2: I'm sure you're sensible. You can understand why I need those formulae.
1: Well, all right, I'll... I'll see what I can do.
0: Will Terry Lee turn over the secret formulas to Kennington Hook? After all, perhaps Hook has a right to them. And what about that new amazing gas that will cause steel to crumble like ashes? I'll tell you something about that in just a moment. I'll bet that along toward the middle of most afternoons, you kids get a sort of empty feeling and start bothering Mother for something to eat. Well, tomorrow... Ask her for something to drink instead. Say that you'd like a big glass full of Libby's pineapple juice or Libby's tomato juice. That'll take away that empty feeling without taking any of your appetite for supper. And at the same time, you'll get a real flavor thrill. Both these Libby's juices are tops for sheer good drinking. Ask your mother now to get some Libby's pineapple juice and Libby's tomato juice. Now, in next Monday's transcribed adventure, you'll see how a few words and a few false steps can cause a lot of trouble. You'll see the trouble that befalls Terry, and you'll learn more about Kennington Hook and the amazing Morben Gas. So be on hand for the thrill deep in the Chinese mountains next Monday at this same time.